Welcome to Below the 49th, my personal pulse of the United States of America, my neighbor to the south, below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Sherbal. Uh, today's topic is why create below the 49th. So here's a little background and why. I'm a Canadian-born uh, person. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I grew up as a child surrounded by American media. As a three-and-a-half-year-old child, my first vivid memory was from my grandparents' basement. It was a funeral of John F. Kennedy with a flag-draped wagon, and I remember a riderless horse with the boots backwards in the stirrups, searing images that as a child I will never ever forget. As a kid, I was watching WKBW-TV Channel 7 in Buffalo, New York. It was an ABC affiliate, home of Herb Weinstein. I would wake up in the mornings and I would watch Rocket Ship 7. So I got every single American channel you would want and basically uh, grew up um, with American sitcoms and, and uh, all those 70s interesting premises and, and movies. My parents were kind of news hounds and would always watch the nightly news. And I saw the vivid images from the Vietnam War and I quickly realized what was going on in the States. Uh, I watched Nixon resign. Uh, I understood what Watergate was at 14 years of age. So in high school, I started to volunteer for the local cable station, Community Access, as you would know it in the United States. I became a fledgling actor with some limited success. But in 1978, uh, I had the American dream. I flew to L.A. and I was in one uh, feature. Uh, so I really got a taste of it. I got the bug. And as a, as a young man, I, I grew up influenced by Johnny Carson. I loved Johnny Carson. He was the king. I mean, Saturday Night Live was a religion. I became fascinated with American TV and sports production. And as a result, I went on actually to make a living of it, being a professional broadcast television producer uh, here in Canada. So uh, one would say, what is the bar that you always attain to? And it was always America because they had the most budgets and they were the most innovative. So my American presidential influences are interesting. As a Republican, um, I looked at Reagan and Bush, 41-43. As a Democrat, uh, I looked at Clinton and Obama. I've watched every inauguration, State of the Union speech, presidential debate, political conventions. I, I understand the Electoral College, the Senate, uh, and even understand aspects of Medicare, Medicaid, and the VA. When CNN arrived in 1980, it fundamentally changed how live news was covered for everybody. CNN became the world's news station. And cable news had continuous live coverage of the world events, which was never done before. I mean, you got me. So as an independent producer, I would be at home working and writing and talking on the phone. I'd always have a TV on. So I was always influenced by all these critical events that were taking place in the United States. And it was covered on CNN. And, and that's what impacted and shaped my perspective of America. I mean, imagine, I, I watched the Gulf War take place, uh, the Rodney King riots. I watched Waco, Texas, the Branch Davidian. I watched it from the morning when they were there and they were outside. They were far enough away. They were doing their long shots when the military moved in and, and the tanks and the fire. It, it, was, it was unreal. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. In 1996, Fox News came along and actually challenged the dominance that CNN had. So that was an interesting aspect. In 1998, there was a Clinton and Lewinsky trial. Uh, interesting. Uh, Linda Tripp actually died today. Um, and the tragedy of 9-11. I mean, I saw it from 10 to 9 till uh, 6 o'clock the next morning. I just couldn't turn it off. It was just... It was unreal. It was so tragic. And I had a loved one, actually, uh, live at that time. 
uh, in New York. And think of the Iraq War. I mean, the whole situation from moving, from watching targets, from, from what was going on, it, it was unreal. Uh, then 2005, Katrina. In 2008, the election of Barack Obama to watch America uh, be so engaged and so enriched by uh, what Barack Obama, the hope that he brought uh, to your nation. Unfortunately, I also watched the economic uh, clash, or crash as one would say, which was another tragic story. But again, news just covered it like it was no tomorrow. The 2016 uh, election coverage between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump was something that I will never forget. I remember the polls. I remember how Fox had one poll and MSNBC had another poll. How could they be so different? And I remember watching CNN election night. Van Jones, a key speech. America was whitewashed. They were whitewashed. I mean, I couldn't believe he would say that. And, you know, there was people on the dais at the time that were sitting there and crying. It was just, it was un unreal. I hate to say it, but I, I did predict Trump would win. I also predicted that Brexit would happen in the UK, but I, I digress with that. That's, uh, that's for a later thing. Uh, in 2019, uh, I watched the Supreme Court hearings with uh, Kavanaugh. And of course, in 2020, the impeachment hearings of both the, the committees and the Senate. And, oh my goodness, it was, it was tremendous just to watch it all go down. And today, here we're in this COVID-19 virus and the daily COVID virus presidential up updates. I am absolutely uh, amazed that a president can go in front of the nation for 90 minutes every single day. I mean, these are all monumental occurrences that have influenced uh, my beliefs and my perception of America and of American politics. I mean, I've been privileged to work and travel and holiday extensively, extensively in the United States. I love uh, the people, the food, and, and the rich history. We are so very similar in so many ways, but then again, so different in our politics and some of our social safety nets. I mean, consider our great country's the 49th parallel. It's that dividing line between our two borders. I mean, it's 5,525 miles, and it was established in 1783. I mean, it's the world's longest unguarded border, hence my title, Below the 49th. Canada, this is a cool stat here, Canada has a population of 37 million people, basically combined Texas and New Jersey, and that's Canada. Some would say Canada is a socio-democratic society because we have all these social parachutes. To a certain extent, that's true. But here we are, 37 million people, and we have five political parties. We have the Conservatives, which are very much like the Republicans. We have the Liberals, which are very much like the Democrats. Then we have the New Democratic Party. We have the Green Party and the Bloc de Québécois, which is uh, representing our French uh, contingent in Canada, which is our second language. We have universal health care. Uh, we're also, uh, for the most part, pro-choice. We have extremely restricted gun control laws. There's no Second Amendment here. Uh, no death penalty, and university and colleges are heavily financed and sponsored by the government. Uh, in contrast, your population in the States is 329 million, more than 10 times Canada. And you have two political parties, Republican or Democrat. How, how is that? Anyways, but nowhere else in the world does cable news and talk radio talk politics the way you guys do about your politicians. I mean, uh, today, I read multiple news feeds. I, I listen to a, a variety of talk radio. I watch CNN and Fox and CNBC and NBC, CBS, ABC. As I flip around. I, I drive my wife nuts with my, my converter because I want to get some perspective. I mean, with the Trump administration, I really realized the polarization, the racialization, and the tribal nature of your politics. 
You know, I, I've watched this with fascination. Uh, presidential debates, uh, Senate hearings, trials, investigations, C-SPAN. Thank goodness for C-SPAN. And, you know, your Supreme Court hearings, I, I have watched them all. Uh, America is fascinating. There's always political breaking news every minute. And uh, I belong to no one party. I, I have no skin in the game other than that I, I find the media and your politics very absorbing, pretty obvious. So fast forward to today. Uh, yesterday, April the 8th, Bernie Sanders announced that he is removing himself from the Democratic leadership race. Well, that's making Joe Biden now the, the de facto uh, Democratic uh, nominee. I say for the record that he needs Kamala Harris as his running mate for so many reasons. I mean, so many reasons. But anyway, so, so that's the ticket. It's Trump versus Biden for 2020. I mean, the 2020 election will be very, very eventful. It's going to be volatile, and it's going to be transformational once again, and particularly with, the, as I said, the Bernie Sanders effect, because he has this little socialistic aspect that's ignited some youth. And now, because he's kind of de facto been pushed aside because of the COVID uh, uh, problem, uh, it's, it's Biden all the way. So in Below the 49th, I, I hope to inject unbiased perspective uh, on the huge U.S. news machine. Uh, I'd like to identify the spin and the, the blatant network bias uh, on any issue. And believe me, there is real tribal separation and bias. I mean, the interpretation of statements and facts, I mean, it varies on who you watch. There really exists a political line from one cable news channel to the other, to the other, I should say. And that's very troubling if you think about it. These political lines hide the facts at times, they cloud the issues, and they spin. Oh, do they spin. They all spin. Not one more than the other, they all spin. And this really is the meat of what I hope to address. I'm going to dip my toe into the discussion with you. I want to listen to you. I want to learn from you. Uh, I, want, I want to share with you uh, uh, discussions. My goal is to earn your respect by representing an overview and my observations and even some predictions once in a while. Uh, we, I want to continue the conversation from my view uh, up here. Your neighbor, of uh, your neighbor, the person above, above the 49th, but it's all about you below the 49th. Uh, please uh, like and share. If you have a comment, please leave it. I thank you for those considerations. And until next time, God bless. Take care. Uh, stay inside. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.